You are listening to the Regroup Without Regret podcast with Lakira Johnson, episode number one. Welcome to the Regroup Without Regret podcast, where we speak to the heart of every person that has had to start over from scratch and felt like a failure. I am here to tell you that you are not a failure. It's in discovering better ways to reach your goal that you master the art of starting over. Here's your host, Master Coach Trainer, Lakira Johnson. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Regroup Without Regret podcast. I am your host, Lakira Johnson. This is probably going to be a pretty lengthy episode, but I will tell you that it is going to be a very interesting episode. So as you heard in the intro, this podcast speaks to the heart of every person that has ever had to start over from scratch and felt like you were a failure. I'm here to tell you that you are not the result of your unsuccessful attempts, okay? but you are the lessons that you learn from them. So it's my goal to help you master the art of starting over by doing four things. The first is acknowledging where you are in your life. It's okay. Number two, admitting your contributions to your status. We can't blame it all on everybody else. Number three, embracing your accountability for the decisions that you have made. And four, embarking on a journey of forgiveness, love, redemption, and renewal. It is never too late to start over. So this episode is going to be about one of the toughest yet most liberating concepts most of us will ever have to deal with in life. It has had a very distinctive impact on my entire existence. and It has also taught me so much about how I view myself and others in positive and not so positive ways. So what we're talking about today is the power of forgiveness. More importantly, we are talking about how to free and empower ourselves and others through the power of forgiveness. So it's not easy to let go of incidents and traumas that cause you pain. Forgiving those that cause that pain is even more of a challenge. But forgiveness is not only a gift that you give to yourself, it is also a gift you give to others, even if they don't ask for it. So what we're going to learn today is what forgiveness means, what forgiveness is not, what forgiveness is, how unforgiveness hinders you, how forgiveness empowers you, and how you can empower others with forgiveness. So I'll introduce myself, tell you a smidgen of my business. Don't judge me. Um, Again, I am Lakira Johnson. At a few points of my life, I've lived in self-doubt. I have had failed relationships and many frustrations to follow those failed relationships. I've dealt with two miscarriages. 
I have been raped by someone that I trusted. I have been terminated from jobs because of the horrible attitude and anger that I harbored after those incidents. And I had to literally restart my life many times. But as a result of all of those experiences and the therapy and the work that I had to put into my healing, I was able to find my voice and the courage to share my story. So I also managed to get up on my feet and create a life that I can be proud of and strategies to help others regroup without regret and master the art of starting over too. I actually went on to um, found LaKira Johnson LLC, and I am now a master certified life and administration coach and a master coach trainer. I also provide business resources to small business owners, such as executive administration and um, systems consulting um, and access to working capital through personal business and military funding for individuals who may want to start a business or for businesses or real estate companies or nonprofit organizations that want to grow their companies. So um, I also have learned to trade Forex, binary options, and digital currency as a trader, and I became a trading education business owner, okay? Um, I have authored the Write the Vision Manifestation Journal. I am currently working on the Power of Forgiveness Manifestation and Forgiveness Journal and the book Regroup Without Regret, which is coming in 2021. Last but definitely not least, I started the Unapologetic Apparel Clothing brand to celebrate unique individuals like myself who are learning to love themselves despite what other people say or think about them. So if you know that you are unapologetically fly, then that's the brand for you. Now, that's enough about me. We're going to jump into the power of forgiveness, okay? So, what you need to understand is that free uh forgiveness can free you It can also free others that need to be forgiven or those that need to forgive. Let's understand something that we all fall in both of those categories. We need to be forgiven and we need to forgive. In many cases, other people might not even care if you forgive them. But the purpose of forgiving others is so that you can feel better and enjoy your life again. And if the other people in your life actually benefit from that forgiveness, then that just happens to be a cherry on top. So we're going to talk through the power of forgiveness and learn not only what forgiveness can do for us, but again, we are also going to learn what we can do with it. Okay. So what we want to start with is what does forgiveness really mean? Um, According to an article from the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California, Berkeley, um, experts who study or teach forgiveness make clear that when you forgive, you do not gloss over or deny the seriousness of an offense against you. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. Though forgiveness can help repair a damaged relationship, it does not obligate you to reconcile with the person who harmed you or release them from legal accountability. Some people erroneously believe that forgiveness means allowing the other person to hurt you again. 
this is not necessarily so, okay? The emotions, thoughts, beliefs, and chemical nature of your body make it difficult to release the past and to forgive. The memory of what happened is what will be with you. And the key to healing is actually releasing the anger and resentment that surrounds the event. So even for the deepest wounds, it is crucial to find a way to detach as much as possible from the pain of the wound. Um, In most cases, this means to move into a state of forgiveness of the one who caused the wound, but it doesn't necessarily mean to forget what they did, okay? So many people are resistant to forgiveness because they do not understand what forgiveness is. So before we explore what forgiveness is, let's go ahead and take a look at what forgiveness is not, okay? The same article that we referenced earlier, um, in a lot of instances, when you are told that you must forgive someone, you release the past, um, the pain and, and gain peace or to release the past and, and gain peace. Most people typically, they, they typically get angry and they reply with something to the effect of like, it wasn't my fault. Like, why do I have to be the one to forgive? Right? So within that reaction, it is, it's usually the thought that your forgiveness is about saying that the person who hurt you has no responsibility for their actions and that they should not have to deal with the consequence of their actions. But what I want you to consider um, is these important principles that are relating to forgiveness. Okay, so number one, forgiveness is not about the other person. Let me say that again. Forgiveness is not about the other person. When you forgive someone, you are not saying that they have absolutely no responsibility or that they have no accountability to take for what happened. Their actions caused you or maybe a loved one pain. And yes, the offender is responsible for those actions that they took to cause that pain. But even if they completely accept the responsibility for their actions, that does not take away your pain. They can tell you how many times, you know, they can tell you that they're sorry a bunch. They can they can say it to their blue in the face, but that will still not take away your pain, okay? So the actions themselves, um, those belong to the offender, but you are the one who takes ownership and holds on to the pain. So the action belongs to the offender, but the pain is something that you take ownership of. That pain then belongs to you, which means that you are the one who has to let go of it. So because you've taken ownership of it, because it belongs to you, in order for you to forgive, you have to be the one to let go of the pain. It may not sound or be fair, but it is true. The basic principle is the initiation of forgiveness is completely about you. It is about your freedom. It is about your peace. It is about your future. Okay. So the initiation cannot take place until you decide that you want to be free and that you want to let go of the pain. Okay. Number two, forgiveness is not about staying with someone who is toxic. A major misconception about forgiveness is that when you forgive someone who has harmed you or what the, whatever the case may be, then 
you know, it's the misconception is that you need to be with that person, even if that person is toxic, uh, toxic. And that is not the case. That is not the business that we're not doing that. Okay. You don't need to be with someone who emotionally or physically or sexually abuses you, someone who lies to you continually, someone who is drunk or high most of the time or steals from you, um, whether it be, you know, physical things or your self-respect or your dignity. These are not people that you have to be friends with or spend time with um, when they cause you to feel terrible about yourself. Like forgiveness does not require you to put yourself through that kind of torture, okay? Your job is to care for yourself and those who are responsible for you, your children, elderly parents, nieces, nephews, godchildren, etc. right? So you can forgive a person, release the anger and emotional pain and still never see them again. And their responsibility to the consequences of their actions or your desire that they take accountability for those actions does not mean that your forgiveness is any less weighted as genuine. It doesn't take away from the genuineness of your forgiveness because you want them to take accountability for what they've done. Like, right, you you know, just because you want somebody to be responsible does not mean that you don't forgive them or that your forgiveness isn't real. So let's say, for instance, your your new husband's ex-girlfriend, right, decides to key your car. <laughs> you don't even have to be angry, right? You have even more power in this situation than we'll actually discuss in this podcast. But you can forgive them without exonerating them of their actions. Like the response would be something like, I forgive you for keying my car, but you still have to pay the damages and serve your jail time if I press these good charges, right? So another scenario would be someone stole, like I actually, this is actually something that really happened. Someone stole my cell phone from my purse one time. And my response, you know, was like, I forgive you for stealing from me and it'll be a chilly day in here before I even leave an open bag of chips around you. But I will gladly have some silver bracelets delivered to your door, courtesy of local law enforcement. Love you. Mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stole from me. I forgive you, but you still got to go do what you got to (laughs) do. It's just that simple. So the bottom line is you can forgive and still move on. Okay. Number three, forgiveness does not mean you have to trust someone who has betrayed you over and over and over again. Right. So recognize that many people have an addiction. A lot of people have an addiction. This addiction could be substances, shopping. um, It could be to sex. It could be to gambling, even lying, right? So an active addict has characteristics which are part of the disease that they suffer with. And you may only see those characteristics when they are using or doing whatever it is that they are addicted to. So like what you need to understand is, honey, they lie even when the truth would do just as well, okay? They are usually irresponsible. They will take care of their addiction first and not pay attention to you or any of their other obligations, right? They may even steal from you and they will not even notice when they hurt you. They won't notice it. They won't take any type of or pay any type of attention to it. 
There are also those who have personality disorders, okay? They can ruin your self-esteem. They can cause you to doubt yourself and convince you that what you know or what you saw or even what you heard is not true. And it is very okay to release your pain by forgiving them, but you must remember who they are. They cannot help themselves, right? And that, even though it's difficult, is something that you must accept and decide to stay away from them if possible, okay? And that's just to make sure that you keep your mental health and your sanity in check. Number four, forgiveness is not giving away your power or being weak. Please understand, okay? Um, I met a man and started to get to know him with the hopes that it would grow into something more than a friendship. But when he hurt me in a few different ways, I chose to forgive him and speak to the best in him, right? And still protect his name even after I discovered that he'd been a little careless with mine and some of the things that I'd shared with him. Um, But it would have been very easy for me not to forgive, right? And to sling a little mud of my own, even, you know, given the fact that I sleep very well and very soundly under the receipts that I have. Let's just say it like that. Okay, I sleep very well at night knowing that I have the receipts that I have. But forgiveness was the challenge that I chose to accept in order to be a better version of myself. Like, I chose to forgive, I chose to move on, and I chose to cover, right? Um, And not, you know, just kind of air out dirty laundry that was not really going to solve anybody's problem. So what you need to understand is that making the choice to forgive someone is one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself. Anyone can hold on to anger. Anyone can decide to be mad. Anyone can decide that, you know, I'm, I got every right to be, you know, angry. I got every right to have an attitude or whatever, but comparatively few people can truly forgive. So now that we have a foundational idea of what forgiveness is not, now we can go ahead and look at what forgiveness is. Okay. So according to that same Berkeley, um, article, um, when you have, what you have to know is that this, Forgiveness is not about spending time with toxic people. We've covered that. It's not about giving away your power. Um, it's it's something that psychologists generally define as this. Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision. So I'm going to say that again because <laughs> we want to kind of sometimes... Um, put the responsibility on somebody else. Like they never told me, uh, you know, that they were sorry and this and the third. Listen, psychologists generally define forgiveness again as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group who has harmed you, right? Regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not. Instead, forgiveness brings the forgiver peace of mind, And it frees him or her from a corrosive anger. When we talk about a corrosive anger, you're talking about something that that it wears away at you. Um, 
and it just kind of eats away at you, right? So while there are, you know, while there's some debate over whether true forgiveness requires you to actually have positive feelings toward the person that is, you know, offended you, experts do agree that it at least involves letting go, right, of deeply held negative feelings. In that way, it empowers you to recognize the pain you suffered without letting that pain define you and define who you are. And this enables you to heal and move on with your life, right? So very simply put, forgiveness is freedom. Forgiveness is you not dwelling on the situation anymore, right? So it's freedom from having what happened to you always be on your mind, right? It's freedom from the anger and the fear that the incident caused. It's freedom from having to grit your teeth every time you see that person that that did something to you, right? So it's it's you being done with feeling bad about it. It's you moving on with your life and letting go of the past. That's what forgiveness is. So how does unforgiveness hinder us, right? That's that's the question that we're going into next. How does unforgiveness hinder us? Refusing forgiveness, um, it, it affects all areas of our lives. Holding on to pain and resentment has major negative effects on us. Like, you know, you you have to really ask yourself a few questions when you are or when you find yourself refusing to, you know, either give for, you know, forgiveness or sometimes even to be receptive of forgiveness. Um, You need to, you know, ask yourself some really, really important questions, and then you have to understand and count the cost of not forgiving. So some of the questions you want to ask is, what is it costing you to maintain your feelings of resentment? right? So is it preventing you from enjoying your life? That's, that's, that's one of the questions. Like you'll find um, that you are easily distracted by the pain and this limits your ability to be fully productive, right? So you also, you, you just miss out on the joys of life. So you find yourself um, in, you know, not enjoying life because of holding on to feelings of resentment. The next thing you want to ask is, are you unable to enjoy another relationship, right? Are you sabotaging your relationships by treating new people badly because of something that you have not forgiven somebody else for, right? So are you living on the defensive? Are you looking for people to do something that somebody else has done, right? And not allowing others to be themselves because you seem to be consistently attracted to the familiar things in them that you keep attracting to yourself from the person that hurt you, right? So you are constantly looking for the bottom to fall out of good situations because you refuse to forgive the person who hurt you before. The next question is, is it keeping you up at night? Like, are you losing sleep, right? When you relive what happened to you in the past, your body reacts as if you just experienced that trauma or that pain. And this can lead to sleeplessness or other sleeping disorders and just generally unhealthy sleeping habits, right? So are you losing sleep? Is it keeping you up at night to maintain feelings of resentment? 
the next question you have to ask is, do you feel angry all day? Like, do you find yourself being very short with your coworkers, frustrated with your your, your spouse, your husband, your wife, um, very critical and defensive to your friends and family who love and care for you, right? So are you often easily you know, emotionally manipulated because of unforgiveness. Like when people observe that they can, um, you know, intentionally do things that negatively exploit your angry disposition and they choose to do so. Like, do you find yourself being able to be easily manipulated because you decide to stay mad? Like you have to think about those things. Um, do you, do you feel like a victim and, do you have difficulty accessing your inner strength because you find yourself angry all the time and you find people misusing you because they know they can keep you angry and, and, you know, kind of make you look a certain way or act a certain way or behave a certain way because you do realize that these are the types of things that give people control over you. Right. So these are some things that you have to ask. The next set of question is, what do you believe you're gaining from not forgiving? So the first question was, what is it costing you? But then the second question is, what do you believe you're gaining from not forgiving someone? So do you feel like you're punishing the other person? Like you believe that your anger is the proper response, like you're justified. So you simply are just going to maintain it. Like I'm going to be mad because I got a right to be mad, right? So, you know, the next one is, do you refuse to forgive someone um, that you never even see anymore, right? So you, you know, you have this hurt, you have this anger, and it's having absolutely no impact on someone in this situation. Like this is a person you never even see, right? They have either moved on with their lives, they've moved away, sometimes they're possibly even deceased, and you are sitting there resolved to only punish yourself by staying angry, right? I'll give you a good example. We buried my dad three days before my birthday last year on November 25th, 2019, right? So my dad had been deceased for a whole 12 days and I was still angry at him, right? There was so much that I had learned about him, both good things and bad things, like even before he passed away. But um, a lot of that stuff I allowed, right, to, to keep me angry like it was the bad stuff that I was having problems with because they legitimized things that I remembered from my childhood but I couldn't really make sense of back then right I remembered from my childhood but you know as a child you didn't really you didn't have the the, the ability to um, be logical and and think about things the way that you are when you're adult right and it seemed the more stuff we cleaned out after he passed, the more stuff I learned and I became more and more livid. Like the more I learned, the more I found out, the more I knew, the more two and two came together. And it was just a lot that I was having to process. Um, So I went on to spend like the next six to eight months like mad and hiding. And what I was hiding behind was I was hiding behind singing engagements. I was hiding behind online courses. I was hiding behind consulting um, opportunities, administration projects, and everything else that would distract me from the fact that I was angry with myself too. It wasn't just me being angry at my dad. It was me being angry at myself too. And I was angry with myself for not forgiving my dad before he passed away, right? 
for the things that I already knew, right? And for hard times that we had already been working through, there was already stuff that I found out. Some of the stuff that I was mad about after he passed, I found out before he passed. And I just didn't take the time to, you know, do what I was supposed to do. I was really really angry at myself for not listening to my instincts right and hugging my dad and telling him that I forgive him and that we were good when I felt the unction to do so about two weeks before he passed so my instincts were telling me you need to go to him and make this right you need to go to him and make sure that you guys square this away right and I had the opportunity to clear the air and I didn't because it was easier to be angry than it was to forgive And so there I was, Thanksgiving Day, 2019, my 37th birthday, completely shredded inside and wanting to die myself. I'm laughing and smiling with my family, but I'm completely torn to pieces on the inside because I was mad at myself for being too mad at my dad. My anger was so searing that I couldn't even allow myself to grieve properly. Because I felt too guilty to grieve because I was angry. And nearly a year later, I was still angry. But my dad was not affected by it one bit. He was gone. And my being angry was not hurting him one way or the other. But it was killing me. And I was gaining absolutely nothing from it, right? So what do you gain from holding on to your pain other than only more pain, right? To refuse to forgive is not unlike drinking poison and waiting for it to kill the person you refuse to forgive. There is no time machine to undo what has been done. There is nothing the other person can say that will completely erase what's happened. Withholding forgiveness is not free. It costs you in so many ways. Holding on to emotional pain, it literally weakens you and you are like... You you have you you are like an elephant, right? A powerful elephant, big elephant, strong elephant that's prevented from moving because it believes that a little chain around its ankle is actually what controls its life. And that's the way we are with um unforgiveness. So the only way that we can be okay is, you know, and to be free is to forgive. And so We'll talk about how to forgive. You might ask, like, how do I forgive? I'm so glad you asked. The first thing you need to do is acknowledge your pain. You cannot release pain that you are not willing to acknowledge. So sit with your pain and avoid judging it, right? Feel it and notice its qualities. Where do you feel it in your body? How would you describe it? And once you actually ask yourself those questions, acknowledge and evaluate your pain honestly. Then when you do that, make the decision to let it go that's how you forgive it's simple but it's not easy i get it but that's how you do it so how does forgiveness empower you Uh, as you can see forgiving someone is one of the most powerful choices that you could make right to improve your life physically mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Forgiveness gives you the power to move into the future. When you are hurt, no matter how badly, you can feel like you're carrying around a ball and chain. 
And you grow so accustomed to holding it tightly that you forget how to release it. And if you allow it, that wound can lock you into pain and keep you from seeing the beauty in life. But when you release the pain, you unchain yourself and throw away the chain and everything connected to it. And your body will respond with like an ah of relief, right? And it releases positive energy. This releases you to be able to be at peace and make plans and open your heart to reviving neglected relationships again and also being open to meeting new people. So releasing pain will make you a little lighter, right? Make you a little lighter. Uh, There is the knowledge. This is how it, it empowers you. There's the knowledge that you have control over your emotions. And the other person no longer has control over you. So it empowers you by um, helping you to understand really that when you do not forgive, the person who hurt you has control over you. That's the first thing we need to be aware of. Um, They are on your mind. They are occupying your thoughts. They are sapping your energy. Perhaps they are determining where you go and who you see and what you do. And you are giving them the ability to do all this without having to say one word to you. Like you have given them this power. It's enough of that foolishness. Like choose not to let them control your thoughts and emotions. Letting it all go, it 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 shows, it demonstrates that they can't control you anymore. Like you control what you hold on to and you control what you release. So stop giving somebody permission to live rent-free in your head that is not actually making your headspace healthy, right? If they are not inspiring you to be better, they shouldn't be taking up time there. The third thing is that you are no longer defined by your wound when you are, you know, embracing a forgiveness. This is how forgiveness, another way forgiveness empowers you. It means that you are no longer defined by your wound. Forgiveness allows you to be the amazing, wonderful person that you are are innately right before you release the pain from whatever the hurt was you are defined as you know one whose partner betrayed you or the person whose boss falsely accused you and fired you you are defined by what happened to you right so you want to avoid being defined by what happened you want to define yourself by overcoming what happened to you and being more successful and happier than anyone thought you could be. That's what you need to be defined by. So when you are not focusing on the past, you'll find your path to happiness, the gift and talents that you've forgotten, like you tap into things that you didn't, like that you've forgotten that you can do. And the strength it took um, to look fear in the eye and go right through it. Like, you know, the pain will have changed you, but when you release it, you choose to determine what happens to you, not someone else, right? So that's one way, that's that's another way that you're defined, that you're um, empowered by forgiveness. Another way that you're empowered by forgiveness is that you get to make the powerful choice of releasing the pain and moving into freedom. You are no longer 
be caught in um, victim consciousness. You won't have a victim mindset, a victim mentality, right? A victim consciousness um, manipulates you into believing that you are powerless um, and that makes it difficult for you to take positive steps towards your future. But you demonstrate what a powerful person you are when you let things go that most people wouldn't be able to let go, right? It takes great personal power to forgive. So when you forgive, you'll no longer be that hypervigilant person that is fearing those similar injuries and relationships, right? You're not going to be looking for the bottom to fall out. You're not going to be looking for somebody to do, you know, the same thing that the old person did. Um, you, you'll be able to allow your true self to shine through and improve current and future relationships. You won't be sabotaging, right, yourself, Okay. Um, Another way that forgiveness uh, empowers you is that your physical health improves. Um, When you forgive, there are powerful changes in the body, which leads to a healthier and longer life, right? In the last few decades, biologists and medical researchers have discovered the power of the mind-body connection, and they have found that holding on to emotional pain affects the body um, mentally, emotionally, and physically in negative ways, right? Um, the Mayo Clinic, uh, which is one of the premier medical clinics in the world, identifies the following changes when you actually exercise forgiveness. So you actually tend to have lower blood pressure, stronger immune system, better heart health, less stress, which actually improves digestion. It improves sexual response. You get sleep. Um, more sleep, better sleep, better quality sleep, right? It also lowers the risk of anxiety and depression. And this improves relationships. You you have improved relationships. And um, this, anytime you have a great relationship is known to strengthen your immune system, increase the feel good chemicals in your body. And it also reduces stress as well, right? So those are some of the ways that forgiveness can empower you. Now we're going to look at how you can use forgiveness to empower others. This is the meat and potatoes of what I wanted to actually share with you guys today, because this is something that is really, really necessary right about now, right? So the first way that forgiveness um, empowers others or you can use forgiveness to empower other is others is that you can use forgiveness to encourage a change in the way somebody looks at themselves, right? Forgiveness allows you to make space for positive self-talk. When you forgive yourself, you give others the ability to, um, you know, see things in themselves that they didn't see before. Like when you embrace forgiveness for yourself and others, you begin to be more receptive to the idea that you deserve better than what you've allowed yourself to receive. You look at yourself different. You you see yourself as being worth more. You love yourself more. You treat yourself with more respect and you in turn demand that other people do the same. Okay. Um, The second thing that you can do to empower others with forgiveness is that you give others the permission to forgive themselves when you um, exercise forgiveness. When you forgive someone for the wrong that they have done to you, you also give them permission to forgive themselves. Um, some of us are slower to forgive ourselves than we are anyone else. Like we are usually the last person 
that we forgive. Um, but being able to look back at your mess without condemnation is a very good start, right? So those are some of the things that forgiveness allows other people to do. People tend to be doers of what they see. So if they see you forgive um, others and you forgive them, it makes it easier for them to forgive themselves. The third thing that you can do to empower others with forgiveness is to encourage others to be honest in their communication and give the permission to be vulnerable, right? Forgiveness provides a safe space that judgment takes up too much room in. For people to get to their why, like why they do things, they need to know that the wounds they decide to share with you will not be salted. They need to be able to have honest communication and vulnerability. This leads to trust. And when people can trust you, they can receive help and hope from you. So when you um, exercise forgiveness, when you extend forgiveness, it encourages other people to be honest in their communications because they feel safe enough to do so, right? They don't feel like you're going to judge them, even if they deserve it, you know, in their eyes or even in your eyes. If you can give people that safe space, it's very helpful for them, Um to be able to, to, to get some stuff off of their, their back, right? The fourth thing that you can do with, um, extending forgiveness and empowering others is it softens those who feel undeserving of forgiveness. There are some people who are mean and hateful and they are that way as a protection device or a coping mechanism they use that to protect themselves they 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 are mean and hateful as a wall right and they actually don't feel as if they deserve forgiveness sometimes and so they assume that because they don't feel like they deserve forgiveness that no one else wants to give it to them so they strike first they strike out first they they lash out first so you know they won't be disappointed or hurt by the rejection of other people So the gift of forgiveness with this type of person is more than just a friendly gesture. Like it may actually save their life Um, because these are people who are just, you know, they are into themselves in a negative way. And so they hurt other people, you know, to keep them from being hurt first. The fifth thing that you can do to empower others through forgiveness is you provide others with a glimpse of potential that has been covered or hidden behind hurt, heartache, self-doubt, etc. So when you extend forgiveness to others, um, it allows them to see better in themselves. Hurt people hurt other people. And sometimes it is about showing them the better in themselves to get that better out of them. Like if you show them that they have it, it's easier for them to tap into and give that out to other people. So it allows you to show people that they are better than what they think they are, right? The sixth thing that extending forgiveness empowers you to do for others or allows you to empower others is um, it allows you to show mercy where there is none, right? And it allows you to extend grace that is not requested. What does that mean? Extending forgiveness to others allows you to see them through different lenses. While it doesn't make you see them as innocent when they have clearly wronged you or someone else, it does allow you to be able to extend mercy and understanding with the realization that something drove them to do what they did and that that something 
may have very well been the same thing they did to you. So a lot of people who do certain things, they do it because it's been done to them, right? These people often could not care less. They are so um, hurt and 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 so um, damaged by a lot of the things that they've dealt with. These people could often not care less about whether you extend them any courtesy. Um, and they are often not asking you for any. They don't care. Um, but to receive something that they are not used to receiving can make a huge difference to someone who is not used to it, right? And it's the provision of forgiveness that adjusts one's perception and heightens your sensitivity to the consideration of someone's history or the history behind a certain, uh, a person's actions um, that they may not intentionally show or disclose. So when you are looking um, at somebody through the eyes of mercy, it allows you to be sensitive to the consideration of the fact that there's something in their history that makes them do what they do, basically. Even if they won't tell you, even if they don't think they're showing you, when you look at them through different lenses, that's what you can see. The seventh thing um, that uh, forgiveness allows you to, uh, or the seventh way, I should say, that forgiveness allows you to empower others, empower others is that it allows you to understand someone else's actions and then modify yours accordingly, right? So forgiveness makes accessing wisdom a little bit easier when you are not pulled into conflict by anger. Forgiveness makes, you know, it, it whispers to you the reminder that, you know, maybe a person wasn't raised the way you were raised. When you get ready to get into a conflict, you, it, forgiveness will tell you, hey, they, they didn't have the same experience that you had for many different reasons, or they are being all that they are capable of being right now. So don't be angry. They're giving you the very best that they have of themselves. Um, that's what forgiveness will allow you to tap into it'll allow you to tap into the wisdom of how to handle certain situations and deal with certain people another way that um, extending forgiveness allows you to empower other people is it allows you to harness power that you did not know you had or needed true forgiveness requires a strength that many people do not possess Anyone can choose to stay angry and refuse to move on, but it takes a powerful person to be able to move on and regain the power that a person had over you, right? So do you know how powerful a person is when they can make you allow them to live in your head, right? And heart rent-free and completely control your emotions and actions simply by walking into a room. You'll be having a great time and this person walks in and your whole day is shot. Um, when you extend forgiveness to that person, you take that power back. They don't have the ability to do that to you anymore. That's a powerful person. When you can take that power back, that is something that is very, very, very um, uncommon. Some people aren't able to do that, but to be able to do that and take back your peace of mind allows you to do the same for others, right? The ninth way that forgiveness allows you to empower others is that it allows you to allow others to experience the reset or do-over that they have been praying for right? True forgiveness allows people to, uh, you know, allows people the ability to take a safe look at who they are, 
It allows them to take a safe look at where they are and how they got to where they are and take responsibility for their contribution to that and take a deep breath of relief and start over. Forgiveness allows people to start over. Everybody, everyone has needed a fresh start at some point or another, right? At their lives, in their lives. And forgiveness opens that door to a fresh opportunity, a fresh start every day. So that's what you're able to do when you extend, you know, forgiveness to other people. And that's how you can empower them. So, um, I just, you know, encourage you to forgive those who have hurt you and literally start to enjoy your life again. Take your power back. Um, This year has shown me what is possible when you make forgiveness and positivity the foundation of all you do, right? We all have a lot to learn about forgiveness. And I, for one, just want to thank you for meeting me here to talk about it. I am your host, Master Coach Trainer Lakira Johnson for the Regroup Without Regret podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then take a moment to enroll in the Power of Forgiveness course. It is my signature coaching program where we take all of this material, we kick it up a notch, we study it, and we apply it. It is available for pre-order at dooveracademy.com. That's D-O-O-V-E-R-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com. I would love to have you join me by pre-ordering the course today. Also, be sure to click the message button to leave a voice message with any questions or comments at the bottom of this podcast. Now, I will close out each episode with an inspirational quote that you can use to stay motivated and encouraged until we come together again. So our quote for today is this, you can either let your storm win or like the eagle soar on the winds of your storm. Again, I'm Lakira Johnson. You all have an amazing week. Luego.